Welcome back, my Chronicalians, to the Attack on Titan podcast that is called the AOT Chronicles. I am your host, Chad. I'm your other host, Ronnie, and my feet are cold. It is very cold in our studio right now. Um, Once again, it's your job to pay the heat. Don't know why it's always so cold here. Well, it's your birthday, and I knew we were going to be uh, a little heated. We were going to have a little some moments together, and... Gonna warm it up with. Uh, I knew you'd get close to me. My birth. Yeah, and speaking of that, I actually I'm going to give your gift on podcast. You have a gift for me. I do. Wait, Let are me you just doing it, it right now. Right now. Oh wow! Right here at the beginning. Okay. All right. He's grabbing something. There's actually a balloon. I'm a little confused. It says "Get well," which. Uh, is a bit concerning because, because oh this is great all right I can use this stuff all right so let me so I've got a explain uh, what I just given you yeah yeah so at first I saw a balloon it says get well which don't worry everyone as far as my knowledge goes I'm okay uh, and then there was another box it wasn't wrapped didn't take the time to wrap it which is fine you know and it's filled with uh, Little Debbie's six buns of honey buns, so that's great. I uh, that ought to last me a day or two, and then I can go over to this get well package. Chocolate. Oh wow, this is really nice. It's actually glass. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it has approximately eight Snickers. Yep. Uh, not enough Twix in here for my liking. Maybe three, uh, well, maybe there's a little bit more. Five or six Twix and some, some Milky M&Ms. Way, which is just a laughable candy, let's be honest. Well, then um, hand it over, because those are my favorite. I mean, I'll eat them, don't worry. I mean, sorry I said that, that's fine. And yes, yeah, some M&M's. So, thank you, Chadley. You're welcome, man. I just figured you deserved something, and s- uh, we're all hoping you get well soon. That'll be great. I would, uh... That ought to get me home, just snacking on those. Well, hell yeah, dude. How about you? Let me look over here. You got two different sort of vapes here. Yeah, I do. Um, Um, Today's a big day, man. I'm just here to celebrate. It's your birthday. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm going to dox you right now. You're 25 years old. Wow. So you got mad at me last week for kind of putting your age just a... uh, a little hint, and now you're just going to straight up say it out loud, huh? You're able to rent a cabin. Yeah, I don't know why you... I saw you on Discord earlier. You specified cabin. I can just rent now, so I don't know why you're making well, it a cabin. Well, I just know Are, that whenever I go and like have cabin parties and stuff, I'm really popular. i got a lot of people inviting me. I know the age of 25 is when you can start renting cabins and are, are we going to a cabin sometime or yeah i figured you could start renting it for me since i'm not at that quite that age yet i was so excited here let me do some of my pre-game uh methods here just real quick professional podcaster just a bit of nose spray there and just one more moment here so uh, while i'm doing this talk about talk about your uh your your vape okay mods well over there so, uh, like I said last week, it was just a weekend excursion, and then this uh, weekend... One second. Are you done? <sighs> You're supposed to hold it for 10 seconds, so I don't... My lung capacity's not well, that good. Go ahead. that guy did call you out for having asthma. Like, he was a fellow asthme. Um, yeah. I thought that was really cool, how he noticed that you did have asthma. 
Yeah, um, probably because I sound terrible. I don't know why anyone listens to this podcast. I think you sound fine, man. I'm going to be nice to you. It's your birthday. I think you sound fine. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so talking about my little uh, vape things right here, it is just another weekend excursion. It's your birthday. I wanted to celebrate, so I have my normal red ice. It's not guava ice, but it's the red, red ice. ice. And then I have the other one, which yeah. is for uh, other purposes. Yeah, that one's um, kind of dangerous. But yeah, that that's get us people knocking on our door. I don't know if I I don't approve of either one of them. I mean, we are in Georgia. It's uh, don't have it's legal. I'll just well, say that. I don't think that's the case. Uh, illegal substances on the podcast table tonight. Well, it's we're in Georgia. It's not anything bad. It's just the uh, the other substance. It's not. Well, hey, enough talking about you, and definitely enough talking about me and my birthday. How about we get into this episode? Oh my God, we have an Attack on Titan yeah, episode to cover. That's what we do here. Wow, kinda. season we four. We kind of do that here. Season four, episode thirteen, or episode seventy-two, Children of the Forest. Yeah, what did you think? This is a bomb-ass episode. I know we were hoping that a lot of, like, maybe action would happen. Uh, we It's been built up and stuff, and not really too much action happened, but I thought it was a very good episode. Very fun episode. Yeah. Proper good episode. Another one that flew by this week. Oh, man. Uh, I'm getting antsy. I know you I know you felt this way before. Personally, I had been enjoying the week-by-week ride that we've been taking this was the first week when the episode ended, I hurt inside. I was like, it's not fair that we only get 20 minutes of this per week. I need yep. more, and I need it right now. I'm totally with you, man. It's almost a disservice by the anime crew, or whatever they are, MAPPA, for only giving us 20 minutes a week. What other show does that? Aren't most shows, like if they give you weekly, it's like an hour long? This is a tease, man. I'm about to quit this podcast. Well, I think you're just making that up. There's plenty of 20-minute shows that just do weekly, but I'm with you. Let's grab our pitchforks and march over to Japan and have a word yeah. with them. Mr. Isayama, if you're listening to this, which I think you do listen to this podcast. I think we have decided that he is an avid listener to what we yeah. do here. I mean, we are the biggest Attack on Titan podcast out there. We're coming for you, bud. All right, let's start this off. Enough talking about all of our bullshit. It is your birthday, but I mean, come on. You're 25. No one gives a fuck after you're 21 when your birthday is. <laughs> I don't even care. So let's just keep moving. <laughs> so we're going to start off in Connie's home village. How about How, that? What a shocker. Windy um, day. Nice breeze, though. Looks it like is. a nice day out. And then we see that it's not so windy. It's Ronnie not likes so a breeze. breezy. Oh, well, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, It's some gas, and it's being sprayed all about the village. And guess what's in that gas, Ronnie? Well, you go ahead and tell me, because I've got something else I want to talk about. Some of Zeke's fluid. Well, be more specific than that, because that's a little gross. Oh, you're uh, you're thinking about his spinal fluid. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Zeke explains that even if a slight amount of it is breathed in, it will make subjects of Ymir freeze up. Now, did you catch... The complex name that Zeke has come up with this this uh, so-called I did smoke. not. What, what was it? He has an incredible name that he came up with, which is Gas Weapon. That's what they Gas were, Weapon? Yeah, he goes, I call this a gas weapon or something along those lines. Wow. I don't know how he came up with that. It's really impressive. You know what I thought was impressive is we've seen these, uh, these guys with these so-called gas weapons in the intro, and it's finally... 
uh-huh. came about in the show. I thought that was really cool. How about that? I thought it would never happen. I thought it was just teasing us. Well, around the 30th different frame of smoke, I wondered. I wondered if they were going for something. But yeah, he says that they lose consciousness and they just freeze up. They don't do anything as soon as they breathe it in. And he says even the smallest amount. So that's pretty it's pretty dangerous, man. You can breathe in hardly any of it and you're you're donezo. Yeah. So for example, if it was your uh the vape that you're always yep. spilling out of your mouth, I would be done for because there's no way I'm getting a bit of secondhand strawberry flavoring coming down my my pipes. And you do have asthma, as that one guy pointed out and called you out on Well, you're slowly killing me, so I hope you're all right with that. Well, it is your birthday, I mean. You're 25, no one gives a shit, Ronnie. So, on his command, he says that he sends the power of the Titans to the coordinate via paths. What a sentence there. What in the fuck did he just say? Well, I'll tell you what he said. He basically confirmed our theory we had it from day one. Paths. Paths. Game over, we win. We did. We've called the show. There's no there's no sense of watching the show anymore. Incredible job. But yeah, that sentence right there, I think I looked at you as soon as he said that, and I said, what in the fuck does that mean? Yeah. We don't know, but paths. Paths. So, Also, the cart titan is so nasty looking. Oh, yeah, the cart titan right here. I mean, it's got a dumpy, a big old it fat dumpy. Don't even but... want anywhere near that dumpy. I don't even want anywhere near peak after looking at this thing. The fact that she can turn into that nasty yeah she needs that like mask that she had when the pansy unit was on top of her because it definitely covers up the nastiness you know what i mean she can back that ass up all the way into the middle of the ocean stay away from me so we got some uh reappearances of some of our favorite titans our old favorite characters i loved this mr shy guy mr shy guy which was your he's my all-time fan you rode for this guy this guy was huge. Yeah, I can't believe he's dead. It really makes me sad seeing him like alive right here because he's gone. He's right. not with us anymore. But we also have a small guy with huge eyes. What did we come up with the name for him? It was the Ronnie Titan, I believe. This the Ronnie just, Titan, if was, right. If I was a Titan, this is what I would look like. Um, real short, squat body, but huge head, very big eyes. Yep. Um, yeah. And just disgusting looking. You're really a really appalling and then we even have connie's mom making a reappearance yeah this crippled bitch she uh she's here too yeah how about I, that? i didn't mean to say it that mean that was, that, that was a little that harsh was, you know she's just it's a real shame that she was laying on her back when this happened because she is why do you think she's a disabled titan what makes you think that well she was crippled in real life really is that the the take you have i don't know yes okay well, in my mind, she was uh, she was crippled. I think that's a good take. <laughs> Someone in the uh, in the Discord thinks that you have something against crippled people. What do you? Th- Whoa, who said that? I don't remember, uh, but they did say it seems like you've got some sort of ill intent toward towards that. Well, um, I don't have anything against crippled people. I just you know, if you turn into a titan, you might want to walk around. Not, don't just lay well, there. Didn't like you a say lazy something bitch. about uh, they need to get out of your way? When did I ever say they need to get out of my I way? I just thought you said something along that. And then no. you kind of made a joke because you were holding the cane that one time. That, no, I, that was not. A, I was holding the cane like Aaron was when he was missing a so leg. There's photographic evidence of that. but Oh, my God. I just want you all to know that I love crippled people. Well, it didn't sound like it when you called Connie's mom a crippled bitch. 
Well, just because I didn't like how she treated Connie, but uh, alas, moving on. So yeah, Zeke says that's how he got the entire village to obey his commands. So this is some pretty gnarly stuff. We finally figured out how Zeke was able to scream the Titans from the Zeppelin. They're injected with his, well, not injected, they're gas-powered with his fluids, as I like to call it, and... Yeah, Even I mean, can control can, their movements. If it can be transported through the air, there's I mean it can be transported through anything. Yeah. It's pretty damn dangerous. Zeke's a problem. Levi then says, It's Rockago. Don't forget about the name of the village you slaughtered, you bearded shit. And I just love some Levi slander, man. It's yeah. been too long. We finally got some more Levi staring at Zeke over a campfire. I still mean it when I say there should be an entire episode of just this. I'd love it. Yeah. What do you think these guys do all day long? Well, they drink wine. They were pouring some wine. They were drinking some wine. Levi's, I mean, Levi's not drinking anything. He's just staring Zeke down. He hasn't eaten in weeks because he's just looking at Zeke. Yeah, Levi's too careful for that. Zeke says he didn't want to do it, but, you know, he had to because if he didn't, they would know that he's on LDS side. And I'm calling bullshit on that. What do you say? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he gave a fuck that he did it. There was just there was no one checking in on them, so I don't know what, what point he's trying to make. I think he realized. I don't know if his. We still don't know what his ultimate goal was in that moment. It might have been to get close to Aaron or do something along those lines, and he knew that unless he had an entire army of these things that he wasn't going to be able to accomplish whatever he needed to do at the time. I don't know. Zeke is so, so out there, man. He is. And he tells Levi, why do you keep asking? Well, dude, because we don't know a single fucking thing about you. That's why we keep asking. But Levi tells him that he doesn't have a shred of guilt for what he did, which is kind of what I just said. I don't believe he does either. And those lives meant nothing to him. And Zeke then says, Levi, you must not have been very popular back in high school. And Levi's like, dude, I was popular enough. And this is just, this is great talk. This is old, you know, these are are old heads talking about the good old glory days and how they were popular in high school. Well, yeah, I like how you had Levi in high school. Like, he was at the locker and going to the football game that he wasn't popular in high school. Yeah, I liked Levi's line, though, of I was popular enough because I think between his other friends that we saw from the uh, the No Regrets OVA and his relationship with Irwin, I think he truly feels that way. Yeah, I mean, Levi's he was... not the type of guy that wants a ton of friends. He just wants the ones yeah. he cares about. Yeah, I mean, that's that's something I would say if I was uh, Levi's height as well. And well, then, doesn't um, really have anything to do with anything. So terrible take on your part. It's well, just, I mean, just I mean, most of the time when you're five two in high school, people kind of pick on you. You're not very popular, but that's kind of just what I was getting at. Well, I was popular enough. Zeke then says, "Enough about our high school days. When can me and Aaron start our little rumbling test?" And Zeke here is just—I don't think he's taking the hint from Levi, staring him down. It's not happening, bud. And Levi says, "We're waiting on headquarters." And Zeke then proclaims that they may think we have enough time, but we're definitely running out of it. There's no time to spare. And Levi kind of agrees with him right here. He's like, well, yeah, you're probably right about that. And that's when a guy comes up and whispers in Levi's ear uh, what I presume to be him saying that Aaron has escaped. And then we go straight into the OP. 
After that, we go to Sir Nicola's restaurant with the Bras crew. Is well, yeah. it Bras or Browse? I think it's Browse, okay. and it's uh, it's not his restaurant. It's Nicola's Wine and Dine by the Bay. I've made that very clear last episode. Oh, Please call right. it by the proper name. I'm sorry. So we go to Nicola's uh, Dine and Wine at the Bay, and we have Mia, who is very scared. Um, she looks like she's shitting her pants right well, now. Well, don't call her Mia. Well, it's Mia and well, Ben. That's who yeah, they are. but don't call her Mia because we're professional podcasters and you're going to confuse people. But is that not her well, name, but, Mia? Yeah, but don't do that is basically what I'm saying. Okay. You want my note? And my note is don't do that. Okay. So she's scared and they're all making fun of her. It's Gabby. People. It's He's talking about Gabby. She keeps asking Kaya if there really is a Marley person here. She's very antsy. Uh, Mia, you know, she's not used to these scenarios. And we then go to the dining room where Sir Niccolo is waiting. Yeah, Falco's like, yeah, I can't wait to hang out with another Marley. And we are going to just vibe instantly. There's going to be good good talks yeah. going on. We're going to help this guy out. He's going to help us out. Nothing's going to go wrong. <laughs> Continue. All right, and that's when Sir Niccolo, he's... Uh, introducing himself to everyone and he sees how big the crowd actually is yeah i like how dirty old fred over here hid the other five children from nicola yeah. and he's like oh just you know tabletop for three oh wait five other people came yeah fred's pulling an all-time dad joke here and says well since it's on the house i figured i'd just bring the entire crew along Yeah, no one likes one of these free hoarders uh this kind man offers him and his family food, and he just brings every child in the village. It's just, it's not appropriate. Um, you take what you deserve. Take what you is offered. Don't try and claw your, this is a total Chad move. This is the kind of thing that you like do. me? I give you an inch, you take a mile. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say you give me an inch ever again, because it is an inch long. I've seen it before, and that's just. One and a half. Just don't ever say that again. That but I only disgusting. gave you one. Um, wow. Uh, I'm a little caught off guard right here. Um, yeah, but I think Fred's just doing this because whenever your daughter likes somebody, you got to take advantage of them a little bit. It's the classic dad move, something you'll never know because you'll never be a dad. Um, Whoa. No one, <laughs> no one wants right. you. Happy birthday, bud. Kaya tells Mia and Ben that that's the Marleyan. She whispers to him when they see Sir Nicola. Mia asks why he was invited. Well, and, Gabby. And if he, she's like, why is he invited if he's not a soldier? Talking about Fred, which is a great question. And Kaya tells her, because his daughter is the one that saved me, and Nicola was at her grave and wanted to treat him to the food that she used to love. And then Kaya says that she thinks that Nicola and that girl were in love. And perceptive Ben over in the corner uh, that's falco he's kind of catching on to what's going on you don't know? know why he's still doing this but yeah he's catching on to this he's like wait a minute is that the girl that you fucking clapped in the zeppelin yeah and hey hats off to kaya for being able to pick up on uh roman- romantic tendencies very <laughs> wise beyond hey, her years be careful that's all i'm saying Fred then makes Ben eat because well, his name's Falco. Because you know he's all nervous and stuff. He's kind of catching on. Just because three characters call him uh, Ben and Mia doesn't mean. I mean, there's another 
78 characters that we've seen that call him Gabby and Falco. So we can just call him Gabby and Falco. It's really fine. Okay. And he, you know, he's just shitting his pants because of the situation. So, so listen, I am so excited. I've never been more excited to do a podcast because I cannot wait to break down this food service. Well, can you let me get to the point? I know. I'm just telling you I'm really excited. I know it's your birthday, man. You're excited. But let's not act like we're uh, we're turning 16 and it's a big deal. I mean, you're 25, bro. There's, It's not that special. <sighs> I even gave you some honey buns. How about you chill out? Yeah, six. Way to really dig deep, buddy. So yeah, you know Ben starts to eat his plate, and this is where I let you in. Can Ronnie. you tell your mom to turn down the iPod Touch second generation? You can hear that. Why as well? is that so loud? It's unbelievable how loud it is. <laughs> tell her to turn it down. I'm not. She can't hear me. It's in her ears. Oh She's my got, god. That's how loud it is. It's her earphones are in her ears, and we can hear it all the way across the room. Do you know the last time I saw someone move their thumb in a circle to turn up the volume? Well, she doesn't know how to do that. I'm sure she did that on accident. And I'm not telling her any different. She, if she wants to lose her hearing, she can fucking lose her hearing. And I'm not dealing with it, man. It's your birthday, and she wants to act like this on your birthday? Are you kidding me? She didn't even get you a gift. What is this? Oh, my God, dude. Don't get me heated right now. Well, it's because you take all her money. The government well, sent you some. You just take it. Ever since her accident. Let's see how many good. times Chaz drops his vape this episode, making a noise that everyone can hear on the podcast. I think we're up to four. I'm just tired of the free handout she gets just because she's disabled. Okay, so let's get back to the pod. Ben? Can, okay, can you talk about the plate? Let's go. <laughs> I just, hey, you were the one to hot shot that thought you had some great note that you needed to say before i broke down the menu. i was just getting to the point where he starts to eat his plate and this is where my fellow lad ronnie comes in all and right. describes the plate to us because you're a food expert okay like first of all here's what i got so far someone says as they're walking over to the table that they skipped breakfast for this meal rookie move right out of the gates listen i know my way around a plate i've had plenty of self-motivated eating challenges in my time you don't want to starve yourself. You shrink your stomach. Okay. You want to have a nice base throughout the day to keep that belly wanting more. Perhaps oh, you, got, you got a nice base on you. Perhaps some nice deli meat, a few nuts. In my case right now, three or four honey buns. Okay. Um, but right, heat, heat it up or are we going cold with those? How, with a honey bun? Yeah. Well, I've told you before, there's a nice, uh, depends what kind 12, of... 12 to 15 seconds. However wattage, what... You know, send me the waters of microwave. I'll let you know what what we're dealing with. But there is a definite definite right time. I just can't. It and what varies. do you do with the wrapper when you're it's done? It's all about feel. Oh uh, well, <laughs> all I'll say is don't look in the back of my car. But do you? I mean, do you get the icing off the wrapper? Because there is icing that's left on the wrapper. I, that's what I was wondering. Oh well, I'm not helpless. You know, just have another honey bun. Jeez. Okay. Cool. Uh, so are we looking at the plate? Can I talk about the plate as well? Or have you gotten there yet? If you don't talk about this food plate this instant. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so basically everyone, I know everyone's super intrigued by this, so I'm just going to break it down for you. It looks like we have some sort of two meats going on. It looks like something might be fried on the bottom of the plate. It's very brown in texture. Mm -hmm. This might be some sort of... Uh, Lamb. Okay. It could be, uh, you know, I don't know how, what they're cooking with over in Paradise. Pig doesn't not. It looks like a darker meat. I don't think it's pig. 
But then it also looks like we've got some sort of filleted fish as well. You know, they're on an wow. island. I'm guessing they're doing a bunch of fish. And what to, looks like baked beans on the bottom, really interesting choice by Chef Nicolo. Uh, looks like we've got some sort of lemon pan sauce around the edges. Great touch. Goes well with the fish. Um, okay. Looks like he's got a nice glaze on there. He just reduced that sauce down into a nice, wow. a nice uh, sauce. And uh, he reduced that sauce down into a nice sauce. <laughs> and, of course, he sprinkled it with a few herbs around the plate for some color, which was great because it was a very dull-looking dish. It a lot was. of brown. Um, I'm imagining he used a couple sprigs of dill. Compliments fish very well. And speaking of food, can, I've got a new segment that I would like to do right now. Oh, wow. Let's... Let's uh, talk about it. So Marco Stan on the Discord, I actually got so excited about this question last week, I just completely forgot yeah. about it. Wants to know my, some of my favorite, well, our favorite snacks. I guess they're one to involve you too. But I'm making it a segment called Ronnie Snack of the Week, but also wow. Chad gets to answer. Okay. But I'm the big show because everyone, I've got a really nice palate. You know, I Is eat, it palate or palate? Well, it's palate. Because we're not douchebags. We're just talking about good food here. So what's a nice... Now, I'm talking snack here. Something to kind of hold you over for dinner. You know, this is right before lunch. You're going to break this out, hold you over a little bit. What kind of snack are you doing? Well, I just couldn't help... I have to get this off my chest. Uh, I was going to say Marco was the the nice snack because Marco got eight and a half. Well, see, uh, I don't think... I'll tell you one thing. I don't like you saying that very much. And I also don't think that Marco Stan... The questionnaire of this inquiry would like that either. Okay, so I just had to get off my chest. It's the first thing I thought of. But a nice snack that I you know, like to enjoy before a dinner or somewhat like that is uh, some cheddar Chex Mix. Cheddar Chex Mix, okay. So you like the little dusting that they throw on the, the regular Chex I Mix. Do. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a connoisseur when it comes to flavoring mm-hmm. and... You know, it's just all, it's not like the cheddar takes over at all. Right. It definitely doesn't. It definitely doesn't just taste like a cheddar pile of cheddar. Right. Um, Because some people would say, you know, they've got all those different, they've got the the pieces of checks, they've got the little breadsticks, they've got the dark brown, you know, what they're called things. Um, And then they've got pretzels. And so you're saying when they dust it with that cheddar stuff, you like how it all doesn't taste like that cheddar stuff, even though it, that's all it tastes like. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You called right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ronnie's snack of the week. I think I'm, I've thought about this way longer than I should have. I think I'm just going to have to go with uh, lasagna this week. What? Just keep going. What? Do you like, do you like that snack or not? <laughs> that's a good snack. Uh is this before dinner, or are you talking about this is just a snack before dinner, or is this like your dinner? What are we? Well, it's a real delicate situation because people suggest that you keep uh, lasagna, especially if it has meat, in the refrigerator until, and then you warm it up for consumption. So the move I like to do, because it's kind of my before lunch snack, so I bring it in a baggie to work. I let about two or three hours go by just really playing with the temperature, and then I usually consume it in the bathroom uh, just to hold me over for lunch. Does it say on the box FS? FS. <clears throat> Family uh, size? I, I make, well, I get a couple servings out of it because it's a snack. I'm not going crazy or anything. 
And that concludes uh, Ronnie's Snack of the Week. Hope you guys like that segment. Uh, back to you, Chaz. Right. <clears throat> then we go back to Benjamin. Uh, he's eating this food. and oh, it's Faco. He's acting like Sasha in this moment. He's proclaiming this is the best food that he's ever had. Uh, and I'm calling kind of bullshit on it because the way you described it, it sounds way too fancy and way too not good. And, you know, maybe Chef Nicola, though, he is a little bit better than I expected. Just slightly. Oh, nothing wow. nothing too much. Slightly. I think you're falling for it. Go ahead and get to this note that you've got here. <clears throat> wow. He made you fall for it. I've just been saying he's been practicing in his free time. He's not just throwing lobster. He's not boiling lobster <laughs> yeah. up. He's practiced a little bit. He got you with the, the flambe. That's what's going on? I mean, did you see the little <laughs> sprinkle of leaf on top? Are you talking about the plate or are you talking about him cooking back in the kitchen with the classic flambe? He got okay. you, didn't he? He got me on it. He oh, did. wow. What a fool. Okay, you definitely don't know your way around the kitchen. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, this uh, this dickhead Niccolo here, he did a flambe. Eh. He said, you guys won't believe the main dish. Which just shut I up. I mean, so aggressively too. Shut up for a second. I mean, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Nico. I was about to say. just because it's your birthday, you can talk. <laughs> no, just like chill out. You're sweating into whatever you've got going on here, Nicolo. Anyone who's not uh, in the know on this flaunt, you don't have to vape so hard in the mic. When people already know you're doing it. Um, and that was the wrong one. You shouldn't have done that one so yeah, hard that because was. that's <laughs> we've still got a good hour to do with this podcast and that's gonna hit it's oh, gonna last great and this thing's gonna <coughs> well that's what you get i mean oh my god you should have you shouldn't have done that <laughs> i'm done all right anyway back to the flambang of the main dish anyone not in the know this is a very asshole move because it looks as if no one else is in the kitchen with him and he's just showing off flamb I mean, flambang is strictly for cool points. It doesn't add any flavor. He could achieve the same flavor by not causing fire hazards. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I feel like he's just being an aggressive, you know. It's, it's one of those where if you if you just add emphasis to whatever you're doing, you think it makes it better, even though it's already shit to begin with. Right. Like, come on. You know, you go to the Japanese steakhouse, they make a little fire for you, gets everyone's pants a little wet, you know, increases the tip. Uh, Nigo's in a kitchen all by himself, so get over yourself, dude. Yeah. Just about that time, we have another Marley slave walking up, and he tells them that there's guests there to see him, and it ends up being the scouts. So in true chef warrior fashion, he asks Hanji if it's urgent because he's got his hands full with customers as they speak. <laughs> Give me a break. I'm God. I can't get over this, Nicolo guy. You're cooking a meal at 2:30 p.m. for eight guests, Nicolo. You can never keep up with a dinner service at a high-end establishment at dinner. Hanji says she just wants to talk when he is done, and you know he asks about he asks about what, and she says any concerns that you have. Hey, just get to the point, Hanji. Yeah. I love you, girl, but get to the point. Or guy. And then that's when Anya Capone speaks up and says they are investigating our detainment. Um, we're hoping you can help. That's my dog right there, Anya Capone. He gets straight to the point. He's telling it how it is. And then Niccolo agrees and tells them that they can wait in a dining room area. Um, and once he gets done cooking these fine people this fine food, he will get back to them. 
Speaking of cooking, you're you're talking a lot like you're just some massive chef. Well, I know my way around the kitchen, yeah. Okay, well, I saw some people talking about Zaxby's in the Discord. Would you like to talk a little bit about Zaxby's, or yeah, do you want to wait? Yeah, people really shitting on Zaxby's. I don't, you know, uh, my, my chef career really started at Zaxby's. I worked there for about three years. Um, it is a chain, so I don't know. I don't know how people elsewhere are performing the the meal prep and the skills necessary to perfectly toast the toast. Okay. If those people that were shitting on it had my Zaxby's, they would feel differently. Is all I'm saying. So you're saying it's the chef. And for it's- people who have no clue what a Zaxby's is, because they're not everywhere, especially across seas, uh, it's a chicken restaurant. With you know your fries with toast, like guys. With toast, this guy well, is talking about toast. Well, you know it's <laughs> a lot goes into it, but sure, if you want to just dwindle it down to the fact that it is toasted bread, sure, go for it. So we got Jean, Connie, and people. They're hanging out in this dining room, and Jean grabs an expensive, expensive. Oh my god! <laughs> and this is a. Uh, Shouldn't have hit the herb vape so hard because here we go. Well, have. it's not that because that would be illegal. Jean grabs an expensive bottle of wine and says that, oh, wow, this is only for the higher ups. I'm just going to take a little sip or two. He's one of those. This is what, you know, Connie comes over and they're both acting like high school buddies that got into their dad's uh, liquor cabinet. Right. And, you know, it's one of those situations where they just stumbled up upon a $200 bottle of champagne. Yeah. And. I do have a story for this, but you've kind of taken over the stories. I might just wait till later for it. You think, should I tell it or no? Um, I want you to tell it. So tell it. So Jean says that they can take a sip or two. So he's, you know, being mischievous. But I'll get into it real quick. So this goes back to a New Year's party when I was about 18 years old. We went over to this uh, very rich guy's house. No idea who he was, but his dad was probably like the ambassador of Zimbabwe or something. He had a lot of money. Yeah, those people are typically in Georgia. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, super loaded. Me and two of my other buddies, we uh, we took a substance and we're feeling very good, very touchy. Um, like when you get touched, it feels really good. It's just one of those things. Well, of course, yeah. Um, Phys- I mean, hey. Physical touch is your love language. We know yeah. that, buddy. Don't hide it. First time trying it out, you know, just the the normal stuff. And I look over, and my buddy, <laughs> are you eating a honey bun right now? Are well, you... it's actually one of the Snickers. Your story was pouring this shit out of me. But please, you promised, and now go ahead and continue. I'm just gonna finish my Snickers. <laughs> oh my god! You just ate that in one bite. But anyways, the guy, some guy that we had, we had, didn't know anybody at this party. He took champagne out of the fridge. It was a two hundred dollar bottle of champagne. He started to get in a fight with the owner of the house because he drank the entire bottle, the entire bottle, two hundred dollars. And my buddy, who has never met any of these people before, these are complete strangers to us, got in the middle of it and decided to be, uh, what do you call it? The, the guy that brings everyone together. Oh, like the peacemaker? The... He was the peacemaker. Never met these people before. The Armin of the group. The Armin of the group, except if Armin was on a drug. Oh, okay. And these people looked at him and said, 
who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) And what were you doing at this time? I was uh, just enjoying myself off in the side watching this happen. And yeah, I just thought that was really funny because some dude drank a $200 bottle of champagne and my buddy, you know, fought to take it upon himself to be the peacemaker. And it was really (laughs) stupid. So... Nicolo comes running over and snatches the wine bottle out of Jean's hands. Oh, yeah. Then Jean tells him to calm down, bro. We are just joking around. And Nicolo... <laughs> did he say that or no? I don't think he said that. Yes, he did. Calm down, bro. We're just joking around. All right. Maybe my notes are a little slightly different from... Maybe something I... along those lines. But I don't God. think Jean said... Calm down, bro. We're just joking around. That's how Jean looks like he talks. You know that's how he looks like he talks. So Nicola says, well, this is good stuff, um, and I don't want it to be wasted on you damn Eldians. And John, John says, really, bro? That booze don't give a damn what race we are. Well, yes, wink, but actually wink, no. Wink, 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 <laughs> He says, don't touch me. Just because I've, I've been nice to you doesn't mean that we're pals, you stupid Eldian. So that's Nicola Jeez. back to John. So Nicola is just coming at him. John's like, have you forgotten uh, what you are? And then that's when Nicola's like, yeah, I'm a filthy captive. And, dude, this is this is getting intense, man. Takes one to know one. I mean, this is literally the exact situation I was put in that one New Year's night. Except I was just in the corner like Armin watching everything. You're like Hanji wherever she is right now. Yeah. Who doesn't say anything right now. And uh, as he walks away, Connie is confused as hell. Um He's, it's like the situation with him and Sasha when she called him a baka. Eh? And John says, hell if I know that guy's problem. So this is, I mean, this is the exact situation that happened to me that one night, but it was really weird. When I first watched this, I didn't really, I still didn't catch on to what exactly was happening, but I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because, I mean, Nicolo goes zero to 100 real quick, yeah. so yeah. So yeah, Nicolo walks away, and then that's when Ben and Mia see their opportunity. Uh, so Gabby and Faco. Mia gives him the signal, and Ben acts like he has a terrible tummy ache and needs to use the restroom. And so by Ben, he's talking about the worst actor that has ever existed, yeah. Falco. Well, until this moment arises, and that's when Mia says, uh, I think I better help my brother. And that was just a terrible acting job by her as well. Not nearly as good as when she bludgeoned the guy to death with a brick. I'll tell you that. Well, she just needed to get out of the room. Falco, I mean, Jesus Christ. All this kid needed to do was portray that Nic- Nicolo's overseasoned food gave him the shits. And instead, he made it seem as if an alien was clawing its way through his inner stomach. This yeah. is the same exact vibes as when Gabby fell down. Yeah, it's like when you try to tell your mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, the same bullshit. He. I mean, that's even worse. Don't even get into that. That Gabby scream's even worse. But this is exactly well, like... Because no, all he had to... I know we're not on video, but this is what he needed to do. Oh, uh, <clears throat> pardon me. I just need to use the... Uh, the Portageon? The, uh, what's what's a really fancy word for bathroom? Commode? Uh, just need to use the lavatory real quick. I'll be right back. And people would have been like, oh, okay. Bye, Falco. We're just going to keep stuffing our faces. Instead, he's like, holy shit, I got a shit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> This just reminds me of myself when I was younger, when I would try to tell my mom that I was sick and I didn't want to go to school. I would just get under the hair <coughs> the hair dryer and just put the hair dryer on my forehead mm-hmm. and then be like, oh, check my temperature. Uh, I've got a fever. And then she'd be like, 
why were you just using the hair dryer for 30 minutes? Uh, I heard everything. God, you just make me think of so many stories, but we must move on. Maybe I'll tell you. I'm sorry. This was before my mom got in the accident. But anyways, um, Kaya, though, I do like when Kaya gives him the good old good luck signal. She like gives him a good old wink, but not really a wink, but it's more like a smirk, like good luck, guys. Did you see that? Oh, I had more notes on Falco's uh, ghost shit that he's kind of trying to brew up here. Have you... So, yeah, Gabby somehow thinks that this is a pro- appropriate reason for her to go with him to help. Have you ever needed someone to help you through a shit? Well, yeah, I've told that one story about my mom putting the thing up my butt so I could right, gush it out. Need to, yeah, that's true. That's the only time. Um, um, not recently. Uh, have you? As far as I go, you know how you can help me when I'm shitting? Stay very far away and let me work my way through it, but... Also, not too far away, out of yelling distance, because I might need you to bring me some more toilet paper. Okay, even if you have a full roll? <laughs> yeah. You should, well, okay, moving on. Moving but yeah, on. Kaya says good luck, and I'm not sure if she's aware of their plan to go speak with Nicolo, or if she's just wishing them good luck on uh, Falco's pooping situation. Yeah, that's a good question. It could go either way. I couldn't Yeah. Couldn't dissect it. This is the type of stuff that Isayama is so good at, leading you either way. Um, so they run down to where Nicolo is, and he says, hey, this ain't no restroom, kiddos. Yeah, what an idiot. No one ever walked down into a basement slash cellar looking for a bathroom. Yeah. I mean, if you're walking down to a basement slash cellar, you're either lo- looking for ghosts. Yep. Or, B, wanting to find some champagne from your dad's liquor cabinet. Or, C, looking for a fellow Marlian so you can warn him of the wars to come. And Those C. three things. Every single time. A, B, C. Gabby says, we came from Marley, and we are warrior candidates. And I'm going with Gabby and Falco now because they're now not undercover anymore, Ronnie. Um, I think the listeners really appreciate me for doing that. Well, I think a lot of people hated it, to be honest. Falco explains there will probably be a huge offensive attack against the island soon. And then Gabby says to hang in there and let the other Marley captives know. They are just super excited that they're talking to another Marleyan right now. Nicola's very confused, and he asks how they even got here. And that's when Gabby just throws it all out. She's like, uh, we're from Liberia, and we snuck on an airship, and as it retreated, we rode, we rode on it all the way over here across Marley to this island. And Nicola starts to realize what's going on and asks if they killed a female soldier. And then that's when Gabby gets even more excited. Yeah. And says, uh, of course, uh, and then Falco starts to reel, he's using his big brain, he's got his big brain, seeing what's going on, and then Gabby's dumbass just uh, freaks out and says, yes, I've only killed a few, but our real revenge has yet to come, and it was just a, d- a dumb girl that talked about meat, um, her life was pretty pointless, and it seemed like no oh. one really cared about it. She really pegged Sasha there, I took the words right out of my mouth, but, uh, but no, it- it's startling how much Gabby's face glows up when she starts talking about murdering people. Yeah. Uh, there's a few instances this... Oh, my, God. oh my <laughs> lord. How many S's did you put in that word? There's a few instances this is. Oh, my God. Should not have hit whatever was in that I know. And we are still way too early in this for you to already be fading away from me. Fading away. Um... By the way, I felt like I was kind of mean to Sasha. I like Sasha. Yeah, I was just joking. Uh, Sasha's great. But Gabby was talking about her as if she didn't give a fuck about her. Yeah. 
But yeah, Falco tries to stop her, but she just keeps going on and on. And she says, we won't let them get away. And then that's when Nicola reaches for the wine bottle. And this is crazy, dude. When he went for this, I could not believe that he actually went straight for killing these kids. Especially being like, well, they are Eldians, never mind. But they're somewhat on the same side. Right. But yeah, he says, Sasha was the first one to ever actually enjoy this food. Slices down the wine bottle onto Falco. Well, this is before he says that, I guess. Right? Or does he say that and then he slices? Well, keep going. I've got a great note. Okay, well, he hits he hits down at Falco's head because Falco saves Gabby again. Heads up. <laughs> That, that was incredible. Thanks. And this is this is one of those moments I thought Falco was dead. I didn't think he survived this, and I was going to quit this show. Yeah, because you love Falco. Falco's my dude, and the fact that he keeps saving Gabby, and the, he's the one that gets his ass kicked by right. Flocking Gang. Uh, Nicolo pulls out his inner flock, hits him up inside the head with a wine bottle. I mean, I mean I, it, it gets hard for me to keep track of how many times you say you're, you're going to quit the podcast, but I do know that uh, if something bad happened to Falco, that was one of the cases where you did say you would you would quit. Yeah, and it looks it's not looking good for this guy. So Nicola then returns to the dining room with Fred and company with a bloodied up Falco and Gabby. Uh, so the best part of Nicola's whole thing is... It's like right when you think he might have regretted busting a wine bottle over the head of the wrong kid, <laughs> he just decks Gabby. <laughs> oh, he does. He, he does. just lets loose a fist of fury. And we see a drop of the wine go into Falco's mouth, too. It slides in there very sensual. I was yeah. telling you to be careful. I was telling the animators to be careful because it should not have been that well, slower. I, well, I wasn't thinking anything of that. Well, and It's a little weird that you were. I'm telling the animators to be careful because it was incredibly inappropriate. But anyways, that's when he goes back to the dining room with Fred. And he tells Fred that she's the one who killed Sasha and took your daughter's life. Before we get into that seriousness, Fred, by the way, type of dude that tucks the cloth napkin around his collar. This guy's a stand-up lad. Have you ever seen someone do that in real life? Because I, I personally, this is just my own two cents, I think if I walked through a restaurant and I saw some dude with a cloth napkin tucked around his collar i would just start losing it and what, I would just, what do you mean by losing it i would i think i would literally point at him laugh and then uh just fall down to the restaurant take a picture and be like you actually do that well here's the thing ronnie i'm not trying to bash you on your birthday i've been really nice to you on your birthday well there's a lot of times, I think I've said on the pod before, where you have ranch on your shirt. Right. If you used the cloth like that, you might be able to save some shirt stains that you normally get. Um, that, that's just an idea that I'll yeah. give to you. But I would look like a dork. At and, least now I just look cool all the time. Okay, yeah. I would describe my style as like, oh wow, that guy just didn't care. That's cool. Okay, well, that's I wouldn't describe you like that at all. I think that you care so much that uh, you think you are cool because you care so much. But it is your birthday, so I'm, I told you I'm not going to be mean to you. Moving on! Where are we at? Oh, yeah, Fred, Frederick and... What is Sasha's mom's name? Have they talked about her? Uh, Mrs. Browse. Yeah, so that's when Nicola tells him, he's like, yeah, this is the girl that killed your daughter. 
She's a trained warrior, and she snuck aboard and shot her. So Gabby realizes that, you know, Fred is Sasha's dad now. And I like how Gabby's starting to have more sympathy, and she's not just thinking about killing all the devil islanders. But Nicolo tries to hand the knife to Fred and says, If you won't kill her, I'll go ahead and slice her up and cook her. Which I thought was weird that he's a chef and he mentioned something like that. But just then we have the colossal titan hearing this conversation. He walks into the room and well, he's like, Armin, oh. he's not the colossal titan. Once again, well, don't know why you're saying this stuff. When, when he acts like this, I'm going to call him the colossal titan. So people realize that this dude is the colossal yeah, titan. I, hey, that's fair. It's fair to point out. But people might get the wrong idea and think, wow, those are really big door frames of the colossal titans in here. I'm sure there's a lot of... You're right. You just called our listeners dumb, is what you're saying. And that they thought the Colossal Titan... Well, our was whole thing is, like, we paint a picture of the episode, so... Well, anyways, Armin, Armin Arlert, calls over Hanji and crew as he sees the situation unfold. Yeah, he sees this, he's like, whoa, this is way above my pay grade. Hey, guys, so I've got a, I got a situation going on over here that I am not capable of handling <laughs> on my own. So Nicola puts the knife up to Falco's throat. This is where things started to get heated. Made me real angry. Yeah, because this is so serious because the jury is still out on how good of a chef Nicolo actually is, but I'm pretty confident that he takes proper care of his knives, uh, you know, sharpening before every yeah. use. It seems really tedious and sometimes unnecessary, people, but you've got to do it if you want the knife to keep the, keep its edge. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. This knife looks very sharp. Proper knife care. And he tells everyone to stay back because he's going to avenge Sasha. Gabby tells him to stop um, in a very sad voice and says that I'm the one that you should kill. And then he asks her if she cares about him and calls her an Eldian and spawn of the devil. So now he's saying this in front of you know, your ex-girlfriend who was also an Eldian and spawn of the devil and her dad. This right. is not a good look. No. This is not a good second impression on your girlfriend's dad. No. Well, ex-girlfriend. And you would know a thing or two about bad impressions with yeah. the father of girlfriends. Most of the time I don't get a second impression because uh, they kind of just ghost me, but whenever Parents I do... love me, by the way. Well, yeah, you always compliment their food and you eat all of it and make sure you seem like you really like it. That's... Clean plate club, baby! Yeah, then Nicolo says, She's the one that loved my shitty-ass beginner cooking style more than anyone. My boiled lobster. Which I thought that was weird that he would just throw in. Right, that was, I think that was in the dub. And he says, She saved me from this shitty-ass war. I actually like that line a lot. She taught me that I love making people happy with food, and you stole her from me. Gabby says, People I care about were shot by her, too. And this situation, dude, I was tensed up, man. This is one of the most tense situations we've had in a while. Well, I almost the crazy thing. I was so tense that I was smiling. Yeah, I, I was just smiling through it because I couldn't believe what was going on. But keep going. Yeah. I, I changed my my mood in a second here. And he says, "I don't care who killed who first. And he puts the knife even closer to Falco's neck. And poor Falco's already. He's already got a wine glass up up top his head, and now he's got a knife to his throat. Falco, Mr. Innocent Falco, and if they kill this man, I will fucking riot. 
Isayama. By the way, if you guys hear a little background noise, uh, it seems like Chad's mother has gotten loose with the water hose again, and so there's water just rushing oh through the pipes. God. Nothing I we knew can I do heard the it. music go away. We've got to keep going at this point. I think the uh, the iPod Touch, or it's actually not even a Touch, it's just the second generation iPod, it died because, well, it's many years old, and you know how those Apple products go. They uh, it, it dies in about two songs. So she moved on to the water hose. And look, I can see her through the window. It looks like she's setting up one of those sprinkler things that, like, shoots water up and you can oh run through. Oh, my God. We're in... <sighs> well, it's 7 o'clock at night, so I don't know if you need to do anything with 38 that. 38 but... degrees. Uh, that's warm enough. She'll be fine. As long as she doesn't get too wet. If she gets too wet, I'll, I'll throw you out there. You can, you can reel her in. All right. Onward. So, anyways, as I was saying, put down my fucking guy this instant, Nicolo. I started to like this man. I fucking hate him now. He's one of my least favorite characters in the show. Well, after I saw some of his bullshit, uh, bullshit, his bullshit. No, that was very, very Italian. (laughs) After I saw these bullshit (laughs) cooking techniques, uh, I, you know, there was no oregano anywhere. I was kind of mad at that. So I'm just, I'm not on this guy's bandwagon either. And then that's crazy because Gabby says, you let that devil bewitch you. And that was, whoa. I only thought that we Don't knew talk about, about the dead that way. Yeah. So Fred, Rip, Sasha. Fred asked Nicola for the knife. I, well, all right. yeah, Sasha's all right. Uh, so this, when, when Fred takes the knife... And starts petting it? Dude, this... <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is at the moment where I went from kind of nervously smiling through this whole scene to... Uh, just absolutely horror. The music dropped out too. I don't know if you yeah, noticed that. It did. Uh, that was the moment I became horrified. I mean, now this guy is an actor. This guy's putting on an acting class. When he walked up with that knife, not only did he look like he was going to kill Gabby, but everyone else in this room, himself included. Yeah. Um, the music in this episode was brilliant, by the way. Just wonderful, fantastic, tremendous. Um, I could go on and on about the music because it's, it was so good. Well, I think we get the point. But yeah, he get, he grabs a knife, he's petting it, and he slowly walks up, and he's so ready for the kill. He's a great actor, like you said. Hanji tells him not to, but he's not listening. And then this is where, Ronnie, you talking about my Fred take a few episodes ago, I think you should apologize to me because this man... How OG is this man? And I called it from the beginning. I, I knew this situation was coming. <laughs> well, listen, I think if you go back, I don't think I was so much ripping your takes about Fred as much as I just couldn't believe you had so many opinions on the guy himself. <laughs> well, because so. he's such a good guy. I knew something like this was going to happen. <laughs> he's he's really uh, building up the drama for unneeded reasons, though. So he's a bit of a dick for that because everyone knew what they thought he was going to do. Just for him to pull the old switcheroo on him. Well, he says, Sasha was a hunter. She shot farmants in the first for... God, in the first? In the forest for us to eat a way of living. By the way, he's still scary in this moment. I know you kind of looked at me that. Yeah, it was a terrible note. You should be better at podcasting <laughs> this point. But, but uh, he's, not about, even, he's not even opening his mouth through this entire monologue. He's kind of talking. He's talking like this. And it's really hard to even see his mouth open because yeah. he's just kind of talking like this. He's still got that Georgia country accent, that South Georgian accent, you know? People, I mean, if you're not from here, you wouldn't know. But someone knows in our Discord because they ask where we're from and... 
Where well, are we from? It, see, it's the exact that we had one person in the Discord saying, oh, you guys are from Georgia. Yes, we are. She's like, I couldn't even tell that you've got an accent. That's what another Georgia person would say. Yeah. To Georgia people, we don't have Southern accents. But then a bunch of other people were in the Discord being like, no, I could tell. Um, it slips out every now and then. Yeah. You know, my dad was kind of a city guy. Uh, your dad doesn't so much have a country accent. He was more of a city guy. And so, but every now and then we slip with a y'all or an ain't. Both of our moms have a pretty damn yeah, country pretty, accent. Pretty, pretty country. Um, How y'all doing? Yeah. They say like that. that. <laughs> well, when your mom used to talk anyway. Well, I said before the accident. She doesn't talk as much anymore. She is really making it muddy out there. That is... So, yeah, he says... He knew there would be a day, a time. Looks kind of oh fun, God. though. Sorry, keep going. Just, I've, I'm just so distracted by her, and I, I can't deal with her anymore, man. I'm done with it. He knew there would come a day we'd have to give up on that style of life, so he sent her out to the real world. She became a soldier, shot people far yonder, and got herself shot. In the end, she left. The world is a great big forest where everyone's fighting for their life. I reckon she died because she wandered in the forest for too damn long. And then he puts the knife to Mrs. Browse, and he says... He puts the knife to Mrs. Browse? Jeez. Sorry. He puts the knife in Mrs. Browse's hand <laughs> and says, yeah, We gotta keep these youngins out, otherwise this will all happen again. And then we get to Chaz's QOD quote of the day. That's why it's up to us adults to shoulder the sins of the past. Yep. And, oh, just give me a round of applause, everybody, to me for talking to Fred, how awesome he is. Hey, MVP if, there's, if there's anything I do, it's I keep it real. Good work by you, Chadley. And, but now I'm taking it right back away because you just froze. You have no clue what your next note is. No, um, then he tells Nicolo to put down um, Ben, who was actually Falco this whole time. And What? <laughs> Whoa. And then... Nicolo listens to him and just puts him down. I mean, how could you not listen to somebody after that brilliant speech? I just knew Fred was going to be an important character, and somehow this entire situation would show up. He's a stand-up guy. Fred asks Gabby if she's okay, and Mikasa comes over to Gabby to check on her. And uh, this is so wholesome, man. Mikasa is such a, a war goddess, but in this these moments, she's just so sweet and innocent. And then that's when Gabby looks over at uh, Fred and she goes, do you really not hate me? Do this scene is just so... I almost uh, had some leakage in the uh, upper area of my face. Right. Uh, my heart was definitely a little drowsy. Or not drowsy, weary, I should say. Um, did you get upset by this? I, I wanted to look at you and make no. sure you were all right. No? No. You're not. Well, okay, well, I guess you just don't have a heart then. You know, sometimes my heartstrings are pulled, and and in this particular point in time, I was just like, "Yeah, Gabby, this is what we've been trying to say to you, you cunt." Not everyone's Whoa. so bad. Don't say that word so violently. She's she's coming around. She's starting to notice, and I would say that she's on a cunt level. She's about a four out of five. She's got some making up to do. I'm watching her. Listen, if there's anything I am, it's real. But if there's a second thing I am, it's fair. So I'm giving her a chance. Okay. But- She's not going to pull my heartstrings this easily. Well, then that's when Kaya comes over 
with a knife in her hand, yelling about like to do. slice her up. But right. Mikasa just doesn't even probably doesn't even look when she's yeah. coming. She just reaches her hand out and grabs her arm. Right. I mean, just so badass. Badass. Um, now this moment was intense. This little girl turns out, you know, <laughs> turns out for the past ten minutes they were all having this conversation. She was slowly going mentally insane in the background when everyone else was yeah. on like the same page. She was just over there letting it build, build, build until she, uh, which by the way, you said that Fred gave Mrs. Browse the knife. Did, I would have, I would have liked to seen how that happened. Did Mrs. Browse give her, her daughter Kaya a knife or did she steal it from the mother? I, I think she just put it on the table and the girl grabbed it. Oh, well that's, that's where you put a knife around five young children. Good job, Mrs. Browse, bitch. Stupid yeah, ass th- bitch. This is uh whoa, okay. Well, this we is where I hand it off to you. We got an SAB. She's a stupid ass bitch. All right, moving on. Yeah, good job, Chad. Those were uh just great notes. So great that I think this has gotta be our worst episode we've ever done. You definitely earned that vape pit. So moving on to Ronnie's section. It was a lit major. Armin and Mikasa walk away with Gabby as Kai continues to just absolutely lose her shit. Nicolo has been apprehended and is thinking back on how dramatic this all was, and is, he's doing a little self-reflection on how he hit a kind or how he hit a kid with a wine bottle and then punched another little girl right in the face. Just kidding. He says, "Well, fucking great. Now the food is cold." So that's kind of where his priorities are. His biggest take out of everything that just happened. <laughs> And then after that, he ponders for a while and says, oh yeah, hey Hanji, um, just whenever you get a chance, try to rinse out that kid's mouth, which is a bad lead-in sentence. You know, you gotta kind of preface what you're saying. You can't just tell. After you've had two kids down in a basement with you, you can't just say, rinse that kid's mouth out. Be careful, Niccolo. Um, Am I wrong? Uh, you're not wrong. Okay, no. then, yeah, don't make that face. Back me up instead. I've got you. It's your birthday. He then goes on to say some wine got in it, and he's underage. Once again, just I gotta <laughs> stop with the jokes. He's The underage is not the problem here. What's The problem is Zeke's spinal fluid is all up in that. Yeah. Damn. I would have never guessed that Falco would um, consume some of Leek's... <laughs> Leek's. Consume some of Zeke's fluid. Well, once again, I know what you're doing there, and it's spinal fluid. And we get to well, the calling card, and I cannot wait for this one. Marleyan Cuisine. The regional food of Marley, which consists largely of fish, shrimp, and other various shellfish, serve deep-fried... Wow, seems like someone right in these first two sentences fucking nailed the dish that, uh, that Niccolo prepared. F- deep-fried, steamed, marinated, and in stews within aromatic vegetables... The many styles of Marleyan cuisine are enjoyed by people worldwide. The famous red wine of Southern Marley is often used as a secret ingredient in their cuisine, but is paired with meals as well. Oh, wow. All right, so that's just a little cuisine talk for you guys. And now we're back to the forest where Zeke is still on the same page of the novel that he's been reading for the past three weeks. What do you think the novel is? Did we talk about this? I think it's, um, I don't have anything, you know? 
That's what you do when it's you get when curi- you, curious George. When you do it's two hours and you just do way too many jokes like we've been doing tonight, sometimes you you give me you set me up and I just I don't have anything. I couldn't right. think I couldn't think of a single book that might have made someone chuckle out there. And I'll just tell you, I, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue what kind of book he was reading. Well, I say it's either Curious George, which is a pretty terrible uh, joke. Well, or it's a monkey joke is what you're doing It's a there. monkey joke, but it's still pretty bad. Um, or it's just nothing. All right, so terrible podcast. We'll move on. Sorry about that, guys. Levi is getting the information that Zachary was killed, and the flock squawk essentially controls everything within the walls. He's also being informed about that. The, uh, the informers say that they think it's all part of some plan Zeke put together using uh, Yelena and Aaron. And Levi asks if Pixies is letting this happen. Good questions. Yep. One of the guys says that Pixies can be stubborn. And Levi says that he's going to make sure Aaron gets eaten by our own hands. Now, this something about the wording was here kind of confused me. Wasn't real sure what it meant. You had a take. Go ahead and say <clears throat> what you thought. You I just thought he just, meant that. Uh, he wanted Aaron to at least be, you know, either eaten by a fellow scout member to inherit his founder or just, yeah, just make sure that Aaron is in their hands and he's not in control of somebody else. All right. So Levi goes on to think to himself as uh, basically Levi and Aaron's history together is projected onto the large trees around him. What did you think of this visual? I liked it. I liked seeing a little female action. Um, a little Shiganshina action. Yeah, it was cool. It was very quick flashes, so I bet if we had like paused and gone, like, kind of paid attention, you could have made more of it. There were a few scenes that I caught, but it was so quick, and, you know, it's, even though they're big trees, wasn't that big of a uh, thing to project on, so a lot, yeah. of, a lot of stuff getting cut off there, but I like... I think I saw Annie from behind in her Titan form. That was nice. I like that they're playing with that a little bit. So Levi says that he has saved Aaron countless of times, each time more and more people dying, all because Levi believed he was the hope of humanity. Levi goes on to say he feels stupid now, thinking that this is some awful joke and wonders what kind of hope they saw in Aaron. Well, it's not only Levi. we got to go back to Levi um, and no regrets saying he will follow this man, Erwin, wherever he goes, do whatever he does. Erwin did say multiple times, Aaron Yeager is the only hope for humanity's survival. So and you to almost... be fair, at the time, he was. Well, I, I mean, he kind of still is. You're right. So, so he always has been, but I guess what I was trying to say is that Erwin's hunch that Levi held on to uh, actually comes back to fuck him right in the ass. But at the same time not really. It's like but like yeah. Levi's backing off of that, but if you see it it's still kind of the same. They need Aaron. Really the situation is just screwed up either way. He says there's another shithead we should have eaten and we cut back over to my boy Jean rushing up uh roughing up Nicolo a little bit after he mentioned the Zeke spinal fluid thing. And Nicolo doesn't have proof, but they packed the first scout fleet to the brim with wine, and it was more than they would ever need for any scouting mission. We look over to see Hanji, who is absolutely drowning poor Falco. I mean, listen, if this guy's not a Titan, he's dead from just being waterlogged. Yeah, I didn't even see this the first time. You had to point it out to me. Hanji and Jean are giving him a bath. <laughs> well, 
we're not quite there yet, but I know you love talking about bats. Oh, sorry. So. At this point, Falco's just laying face up on, oh, you're, on the yeah, ground, you're right. and she's just pouring it down his throat with basically a water hose. Like, yeah, I I was super jealous at this. I would love for Hanji to pour water down my throat. So Nicolo goes on to say that right around the time he secured a job as a chef, he was told to serve it to high-ranking officers. Jean asked by who... And Nicola says by that BFC Yelena. Yeah. Now, BFC. I know what it stands for. We don't even need to talk about it here. It's big fucking cunt. She oh, seemed like big, the only one giving big furry the order. Well, she seemed like the only one giving the orders, and that he can't speak for the other volunteers. And Hanji is still suspicious when she hears this and, of course, looks over at our at our other guy, Oni Capone. We got a bunch of guys. Yeah, we do. There's a bunch of... This is a fucking... What's it called? We got a bunch of guys. We got a bunch of girls. We just love these characters. This is a wiener party. Not a wiener. What do they call it when there's a bunch of dudes around? Yeah, a sausage party, I believe is what sausage you're looking party. for. Sausage party, yeah. I had a bunch of those growing up. We could never really get chicks over. So, Oni Capone pleads to be not guilty, and Connie speaks up because he has an average quoted to make of two or three lines per episode that if he doesn't hit no one will remember him so he's got to get in there real quick he says don't eldians freeze up if they drink his spinal fluid haji says that was according to zeke but nobody witnessed it to say uh nobody witnessed it so there's no way to confirm it the only one that got a peek of it was uh the cart titan correct and a bunch of other people that were dealing with those uh as zeke called them gas weapons you think Zeke just tightened mode right in that moment and killed those guys? No. Okay. That was, I guess that was straight up Marlians, right? Or yeah. Was? Okay. That's true. Now that we slow down and think about that for a second, like where the fuck did those guys come from? Yeah. I guess yeah. so. He might have had to do like what he said because there were people there after all that would have seen if he'd done it or not. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Because it could, or he could have just gotten straight up. Well, so, they could have been in the luggage, the other barrels. With I don't know. No, nah, because we know that that's kind of from the outside, like it was far out. So I guess they just went with him. The plan was go we'll to the first village. The first village we come yeah. to, then you guys sail back, and we'll go take care of it. And that's why Zeke, he was actually being serious when he said, "I had to." Oh, uh, that actually makes sense. All right. Yeah. Good just, job, Ronnie. We have figured that out. Us, us just getting to the bottom of stuff. Look at us. So Hanji goes on to say that since nobody has frozen up, no one's even aware that they drank the, you know, affected wine. And so we can take a second here to think about who we got wow. going on. We got Niall and that whole gang at the table yeah. for sure. Which, did Niall actually take a sip of the wine? I don't remember him drinking any. Well, we didn't see anyone drink. We the, saw the... I mean, we saw them drinking wine. But they had that scene, and then at the very end, Niccolo acted real shady. He oh, okay, had the yeah. bottle. And then if you remember, remember how fucking crazed out uh, Niall looked that next episode? Remember oh, me saying God. how sweaty he was yeah. and how he looked like, I believe you referred to him as Keith Shady. Will the real uh, Keith Shady please stand, stand up? I did refer to him as that. You are right. Our boy Niall is done for, man. He's done. And we know how much Pixis loves booze. I'm getting worried about him. That was my other note. I said, who do we know who loves to oh. drink? 
and who's high oh, up in this thing. No, is that how we're gonna lose Dude. Pixis and Nile, man? All I'm saying is we thought he had a brain tumor the way that thing was swelling up. He's just slowly becoming a titan, turns out. And guess and think about it even harder. We go back to a He's couple episodes. Become one of those ago. Ronnie Titans. <laughs> just a no, huge I think if, Flag- if Flagel drank some of it, that's what the Ronnie Titan would look like. But going back to a couple episodes ago, we saw in the camp forest, Levi and Zeke, we saw some of those guys drinking wine. Now that's we know Levi does not drink alcohol. I'm I don't think. We've never seen him drink, but there was a bunch of people at the campfire drinking wine. This could get gnarly. Yeah, that is it's gonna be interesting to see just what kind of people start popping up into Titans that we wouldn't have expected. And another question I'm really worried Nile is gone for sure. I'm yeah. really worried about Pixies. That scares me. And here's the thing with Zeke. Does he have to be in the vicinity? Do they do they have to hear him yell for them to go Titan mode? I would guess so. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes to that. I mean, I don't. I really don't care if Nile goes Titan. I mean, yeah, Nile, not that bad. He's an okay character. But if Pixis does, if that's how they get rid of my boy Pixis, oh man, that's gonna hurt. You know what that would be? Cruel. And you it know would. where we're, you know where we're living? A cruel, cruel world. world. So I would get ready for it, buddy. We got Jean who's trying to hold out as much hope as he can by asking Niccolo if he knows for sure, and he doesn't, but he is aware how Zeke's spinal fluid has been used in the past, as he tells a story about how 10 years ago Marley conquered a capital in just one night, and hundreds of titans just sprung up out of nowhere. Jean realizes that earlier Niccolo took the wine away to protect them, and Nicolo has the quote of the day, which I really liked, which is, I don't know what I'm doing. And I really like that because basically yeah. basically it applies to my everyday life. I'm kind of just going through this thing, don't know what I'm doing. I'm glad you're you're on the quote of the day bandwagon and you're not on the bullshit quote of the week. Well, yeah, you're right. Fuck! <laughs> he says he came here to save the world from island devils, but now that he has opened his mouth, he knows his days are numbered. He then turns his attention to Fred, a.k.a. Mr. Browse, and says, I don't think I can be like you, but if this can be, if this can serve as atonement. Then he goes on to keep thinking. He's in his head. He's killing yep. a child? What's wrong with me? And we see Gabby, who's sitting in a room, separate room from all this chaos with Mikasa and Armin, when she asks them, why did you protect me? Mikasa gives a very Mikasa answer, answer, which is because I don't have a reason. Yeah. Respect, um, girl. Always keeping to herself. She says, she being Gabby, I killed your comrade. I bludgeoned the guard. Not Falco. Me. Kill me. And, of course, Armin Arlert says, we won't kill you. But Gabby, she needs these people she, to be yeah. dicks. She needs them to be jerks. She wants them to judge her. So she says, "But you want to, though, right?" And Armin says, "I don't want to kill, or I don't want to kill this, kill that. That's all you think about. Just like someone I know." Oh. And speak of the devil, who just waltzes in there, but oh shit, Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. And I was a little disappointed in this scene, man. And Ar- I- Armin's like, "Did you hear any of that?" <laughs> I was very disappointed in this scene. He has a shirt under his coat now, and I don't know how to feel about that. No, but I mean, don't feel too bad about it, because seriously, I don't even know if it's Aaron. I think it's some guy that I swear, I swear, 
I saw this guy on an Instagram workout app ad that told me I could get abs in 30 days. And it was a one-week free trial, and then after that, they would just start reoccurring payments of $15.99 a month on my Apple Store app, which I forget the pa- I swear to God, Apple changes my password. There's never been one time where I had to put in my password and gotten it right on the Apple Store. So what you're saying is you're stuck in a $15.99 scheme? Well... One would be downshotting it by a lot because there's a bunch of different. I mean, I think Chris Hemsworth's got one. That beautiful looking man in Thor. I've signed up for like five of these different things. And how how many of them have worked out for you? Well, you know, I probably shouldn't have bought you those honey buns. No, more honey buns, please. I I don't think it matters what you eat. They just say just do this for thirty days. So I, once I commit, I'm committing, and you're gonna yep. start seeing a different kind of Ronnie around here. You can't just read the articles and you just magically get the abs, Ronnie. And now that you were jumped ahead of yourself so badly, we get to the quickest of scenes where Hanji and John are giving Falco a bath in the kitchen sink. Uh, he definitely has his shirt yeah. off. I'm not exactly sure what they are trying to accomplish here. Well, I had to take that. Uh, They're Sir trying to wash the wine out of his dick? What are you doing, I Hanji? Know. Jeez. Sir Fred's a lot. Um, I have a feeling he made. Falco and Gabby work in the stalls so much that Falco just smells like straight up horse shit at all times, and he's not showered once since he's been with the Browses. So they just thought now was a great time. To well, they were just like, this guy bit. smells terrible, and they just started bathing him because Hanji, that's just how she works. So Hanji hears something in the room next door and is startled, so she walks back into the dining room where Flock the Flamethrower is holding oh Anya Capone at gunpoint. This fucking what bastard. What up, Flock? What up, baby boy? Dude. Mm. This fucking ginger oh, fire what red. Doing? What are you doing over there? Anyway, let me get into this. I think you're going to change your mind. He also has his gang with other guns holding them at Hanji and the rest of her team. And I love that they have these guns. I don't know where these guns came from, but we've got all kind of rifles. Uh, I feel uh, like one guy's got a shotgun. Here's the thing. Anya Capone is being held by gunpoint. I made a terrible mistake. I blamed Anya Capone. He was dealing cards last episode. And right. I was like, oh, this guy's shady. He is shade with a D, man. Oh, he's still shady. And I thought, wow, he is totally in on it with Yelena. With that BFC. With that BFC. But apparently, no, he's not because the flock squat <laughs> oh, is all over. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for he's it. He's a good guy. He tells Hanji to take them to where Zeke is. And Hanji says they have no wish to fight them. And Flock says they rejected their proposal and won't negotiate with the military. Let's go, Flock! Don't talk to my girl Hanji like that, dude. Don't. Well, hey, she's got these weird agendas. She's like fighting. Uh, forget about it. Flock's got the right idea. You can't fall for whatever pixies. You're going to tell Hanji? I mean, she's been in control for so long, and you're going to fucking talk to her like that? This guy. So Hanji asks why, and Flock says the man in charge, Aaron Yeager, said so. This guy's turning into a real Flock. He says Pixies would never leave the fate of the island in our hands. Way to be intelligent. Pixies is trying to bamboozle us, boys. Flock says that he's sure that, that Pixies is devising a plan to take the founder from Aaron right now. Yeah, and I hope Pixies is, because that's what needs to happen. This stupid-ass flock squat. Squawk. 
Squawk. Can't even say it. It's so stupid. It's unbelievably stupid. Flock being the ringleader and acting like this, like, it's just ridiculous, man. Yeah. Because Hanji and them were taking care of so much business going to talk to Nicolo. No, Flock and Aaron are getting things done. Hanji says, you're imagining things. Or is that what his comrades in the garrison regiment told him? So I like this because Hanji's acknowledging that Flock, part of the squawk, is in the garrison regiment. And, you know, giving him this information about what kind of moves Pixies is doing. You better watch your back, Dot. Because Flock's one step ahead of you. Who would have thought that Flock would be the like, GD mastermind of this entire show? <laughs> yeah, because the homeboy, he's not backing down. He says, hey, Hanji, does it look like I'm one of the lackeys that'll answer to you? No, Fuck get, no, get Flock. You look like one of the lackeys that will answer to Aaron. Let's go, boy. Hanji needed to bitch slap this guy so hard right here. He's lucky that he's got a stupid little squawk with him. So he cocks his gun and tells Hanji that he suggests that she get moving before he proves to her that he is not kidding. Or that he's not one of the lackeys that'll just do whatever she says. Yeah, It's intense. Whew. Now Liz, I love Hanji, so this is where I was getting, I was worried. Like, I'm for Flock here. I wish Hanji would just let him go, tell him where Zeke is, let's all have a nice conversation. Um, this is going to destroy the fan base i think we got two different sides here well listen to me this dickhead if he <laughs> says one more thing about my girl i will fucking switch his hair back to season three art style oh, in a no. second that would be a disaster you can't do that he had so many layers of hair this guy is a real flock so jean wonders how that flock and the squawk even knew that they were here and oh my god it was fucking grease i knew it yeah <laughs> This guy's this been a major. Guy. This guy's been a major player from day one. Like, God, don't you know he's the one who is actually a talented chef? And then Nicolo just waltzed in here with oh. his boiled lobster and put him to the side. He looks like Connie's older brother. So he tells Nicolo that he's too obsessed with Eldians, and this day was coming for a long time. Haji says that they don't have the time to be fighting amongst themselves. Now I agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, the so Hanji, just do what the man says. I guess you're right. <laughs> She's kind of stuck in this situation. I hate Flock for it, but you're right. She says, you know, why? She's telling Flock, wine with Zeke's spinal fluid was spread through the military. Zeke fooled us all. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, that's a pretty good argument. I wonder if Flock knows this. He's kind of backed into a corner here. Mm -hmm. Although, <laughs> this is where Flock, I'm pretty sure he just put his dick on the table that's how much he's feeling himself right now and he goes so what i'll just make the mps into bigger idiots or it'll just make the mps let me try that again yeah how about you try it again so flock says so what it'll just make the mps into bigger idiots now i absolutely hate flock in this entire scene except for this sentence <laughs> oh what a sentence <laughs> great sentence Hanji says that she never said the mps drank it and realized that Flock and the gang knew about the wine, which leads to what I think is the greatest shot ever of Flock turning around, <laughs> smiling, and giving Hanji the good old classic be quiet sign. Love it. Oh my goodness, man. I need someone to put a screenshot of this, this in the was... Discord, because it needs to be the background of my phone. 
He just pulled out his fire engine red cock and just slung it on the table. <laughs> and if she hadn't been flamethrown enough, he reloads and says, Use your inside voice. This guy is a God. doucher, man. He walks oh. out of the room, knocks on the door next door, and to let Aaron know that they are ready to go. Armin realizes that Flock is here too, and Aaron says, Yeah, as blood spills all over these nice white tablecloths. As he says, I wanted to talk with you guys. Gabby seemed really excited Wait, to see Aaron. End of episode. Did you not notice how like uh, she was really happy to finally see Aaron Yeager? She doesn't really have any... Uh, well, I don't think that's what's going on here. She was shaking uncontrollably like she was about to lose her shit. Yeah, she was going a bit crazy, I gotta say. Not much she could do, though, in this situation. And uh, this is where I wanted to talk a little bit about our boy, the Colossal Titan, Armin Arlert. All right, he, go for it. He is, you know, probably uh, next to Aaron, the most powerful Titan there is right now. Um, why is he such a bitch? Why is he being such a bitch? I mean, what is he supposed to do right now? Just the whole situation, him walking in on Nicola. He's like having to call his buddies oh, over. Well, yeah, like, that. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, come on, Armin. That's Armin. He's big brain, but, you know, sometimes he has a moment where confidence just builds up in him and he can do a little something, but this is his natural state. I guess you're right. It's the inner Bertolt. He's a little turtle that just crawls back up into his shell until someone else gets there. But, wow, what did you think? What was your collective thoughts on this episode? thought it was a really good episode really setting up even more stuff even more so than the past few episodes that have been slow like this is just okay i can't hold it in any longer i fucking love flock forester i stand him so hard this guy you just made if he is not the next founding titan i am quitting this shit this guy rips (laughs) you just disappointed so many people that were like well at least jazz knows that flock sucks and needs to punch him no, I mean he—he's not. Some of the stuff he said is pretty cool, but the whole turning around and shushing thing was, you know, <laughs> a little much. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, it's hard because they made him. We he, love we love Hanji and her team. Like, obviously, we like. I care more about the people with Hanji yeah. than I do, Aaron's gang as a whole. But we need to get things moving, and for them to actually beat Marley. I think this is the way we got to go. Yeah. We could be completely wrong, but at this moment, this is pretty much your only option. And it all comes down to Zeke. Like, I still don't know. Like, right now, they've been doing a good job recently of making me think that, oh, Zeke and Aaron, they're on the same page. They want the same stuff. There's no way that's the case. No. Aaron is going to get deep into this. He's going to realize, oh, shit, I fucked up. I was a dick to all these people. And he's going to have to make some plays for to win us back. I think Zeke's going to – Zeke is legit going to not not kill everyone, but if he does make all the Titans pop up, He's going to completely take over, and Aaron's going to have to step in. I really think so. It's going to get messy, dude. Whew. So anything else on the episode before we get into some extracurricular activities? Um, No, that's about it. All right, so let's do our, uh, our new segment, Top 5 of the Week. And actually, so we got a lot of requests for people to do Top 5 Titans. 
And that I didn't like that enough. So we're doing a classic top nine inside the top five segment where we are ranking nine to one. Our Titan, this isn't the most powerful or anything. This is just the Titan what? that you would want to be or something okay. like that. I like that. So you can go ahead and start I'll it start off. Start her number off. Nine. Number nine. This is just, it's, I feel like this is your number nine. The Cart Titan. Cart Titan. I mean, Oh, wow. So you're telling me I can transform into a Titan, but I'm really not effective unless you want to load me up with supplies or put eight yeah. other people on top of me? And I'm not trying to show my dumper off to anyone like that. Oh, yeah. No one needs to see my booty. People like have a clear shot to the anus when you're yeah. all bent over like that. If someone gets behind you, you are done for. And Oh, wow. Great endurance. You can stay in your Titan form for months. Who gives a shit? Don't, I don't have want any it. interest. Don't want to do that. All right, so we're on the same page there. Number eight. I think our lists are going to be different from here, so I'm kind of excited. Okay, number eight, I picked the Warhammer Titan. What? The Warhammer oh, Titan and number eight. I'm getting eight. mad. <laughs> well, let me explain myself. This is the Warhammer Titan, and it's in Laura Tiber's form. I don't want to be in a crystal ball. I want to be in that nape. Give me that nape, okay? If I'm just sitting there and I can just get unplugged at any moment and I'm done for, then fuck out. You don't out have of to be in a crystal ball. I think you do. No. Yes. Aaron just used uh, But but he has that's cuz he has two no. other Titans. So you think she's got to be in a crystal ball? I think if you have that soul power alone, you have to. That's no, what I No, I th- I took it as she was so advanced that she's safer if she's in that, so that's how she did it. Well, not so much safer, because she's eight. But if that's the case, then I might change my answers a little bit, but I'm sticking with it. Warhammer right. at eight. Fine, terrible answer. Number eight, the Attack Titan. Because <laughs> fucking what, what? what is the Attack Titan do? Oh, my it is, God. Tell me what the Attack Titan does other than, oh, he always leads the attack. He's very, he just He's got is so determined. beautiful abs. He he's screams. He's so determined. He oh doesn't have any gosh. special abilities, but he's very determined. And he will attack. He'll fight, fight, fight. No. Get Tatakai. Number eight. Number seven, the Armor Titan. Okay. He's strong. He's re- very strong, but you know he's a little slow, and it's, he's just more for defense. And if I, I want more of something that's on the offense, I mean he can be, but he's more just slow defense wise. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm just not buying it, man. Okay, my number seven. I'm going colossal titan. I want to have more use than be just a bomb, and then when I'm not a bomb, all I can do is think about what move I'm trying to do and then perform it 1% as fast as I would try to be doing it. And the Colossal Titan is a simp. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? True, like, too. Every it's Colossal Titan is very simpish. Yeah, simps over Annie. Like, like, I don't want that power. Like, oh, the I'm gonna, simping power. I'm going to break this wall. Better get started 15 minutes before I want to actually kick this wall. Yeah, it's... <laughs> What a simp. Number six, I got the Colossal Titan as well. And oh, just okay. for the same exact reasons. So it sounds like we just did a little flip-flop here. Because yeah. number six, Armored Titan. Okay. Same reasons you said. All right. Well, I'll go on to number five, the Founding Titan. Mm, okay. I'm switching it up because Frida, Yuri, I mean, did they even look that cool? It, they were just normal Titans that could erase people's memories. Could I don't want to start the rumbling. I have no purpose for the rumbling, so I don't want it. All right, well, uh, I'm going number five, the Jaw Titan, because I mean it's it's a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's got well, don't know if you knew this, a strong jaw, but it also has uh, very big claws, 
even if I could have a little bit of Ymir and Porcos combined, and Ymir sucked, but what I do want to be able to do is swing around the trees like a boss. Oh, yeah. And that's where I go on to my number four, the Jaw Titan. All right. Same reasons. I love being fast as fuck. A lot of people used to call me that back in the day. They would just say, oh, wow, uh, Chad, you're fast as fuck. Stuff like that. And I kind of agree. And that's just what I want to be. I want to be fast. All right. I want to talk fast. I want to jump fast. My number three, the Founding Titan. Because I think you're, I don't think you're giving the Founding Titan enough credit where you had it. Because sure, you know, it can start the rumbling and all that stuff, but you can control all the other Titans around you. I mean, that's pretty boss. Like, oh, hey, go over here. Hey, make me up a cook, uh, cooked meal over here, and then bring it over here. It's basically well, like having a little brother that does whatever you say, except with hundreds of little brothers. Well, I mean, we haven't seen that. All we've seen is, uh, oh, go attack Levi. We've seen Zeke do that. Oh, go attack the castle. Mr. Shy Guy, go over to the castle and hide behind that corner until somebody pops out with your arms crossed. That's pretty much all we've seen. Oh, yeah, because we definitely didn't see Aaron change the entire battle. Well, Aaron's, oh, Aaron says, oh, go attack the, uh, my uh, stepmom, my bitch of a stepmom. Go attack her. I mean, it's not... All right, Come on, all right. Let's see your number two then. Hot shot. Well, we're on number three, but number three. Oh, I skipped four. My number four, Beast Titan. Oh wow! Well, I you messed not... up the order. Of well, course you but did. You also didn't catch it. So wow, can't believe you didn't catch it. Uh, he's very hairy, beer gut. You know, I've got that in my normal form. Don't need it in my Titan form. And just very long. Uh, great pitching yeah, form. You're not long. And so that that is a good thing going for it. It can obviously scream and transform stuff pretty badass. Yeah. So. Well, you might have to have royal blood for that, but who knows? Well, I've Maybe got not. royal. I've got royal blood. Yeah. It's uh. It's called mayonnaise. Number three, female titan. Okay. Um, I mean, give me them ass and titties. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Hey, good point. Number two. I'm going Warhammer Titan. Warhammer Titan number two. Okay. Yeah, you, see, you put it at number eight just because you lack imagination. Do you know how many different cool things I would be making if I was the Warhammer Titan? And all you're tied up with is, oh, wow, I'm just such a badass. You're like the type of guy that would be like, oh, I want to go on the front line, sir. Please, I would prefer being on the front line running at the enemy. No way I want to be in an ice ball underground that tries to protect me further. Oh, wow, it can go 10 feet, and then you got Aaron snatching oh, down, yeah, I've got a pretty your umbilical I've, listen, cord out. I've got a pretty impressive extension cord, all right? Whatever. Number two for me is the Beast Titan. I just want to be able to th- – I've got such a great pitching form. Um, I can go that sidearm, Peter Moylan. I can go Kimbrel and just throw that fucking hey, gas. Hey, no one knows who you're talking about. But, yeah, that's – Like five people. Baseball. Yeah. All right. Beast Titan baseball. Great. You made your number two completely worthless because you went to baseball. You went with another Peter Moylan reference. My number one Titan, the female Titan, because uh, nice ass. Okay. My number one. Is that all you got? Yeah. (laughs) Number one, the Attack Titan. You gave this guy... (laughs) Oh, well, the, you, sh- the show's called Attack on Titan, Attack Titan, so I've got to choose the Attack Titan as my number one Titan because uh, he tries so hard. He's got a will to, he's got a will no to fight. I, I did it wrong. Shingeki no Kyojin is what I meant to say. Jeez. And, dude, you don't give this guy enough credit, okay? Do you, do you want me to give you reasons or are you just so stuck up on your stupid <laughs> no. 
No, sure. Tell me, tell me how this Titan okay. is so He's great. He's scary as fuck. He looks so terrifying. Tell me how awesome this Titan is that uh, that Aaron went. Oh shit! I better get two more Titans, or else I'm pretty worthless. He has tremendous abs. I mean, I've always wanted abs, never had them. I've always just had flabby fat there. Well, not that fat. Like, I'm a skinny guy, but... I've, hey, I've got a couple apps I think you should check out. Yeah, oh, you do? You yeah, we'll apps. talk about them later. Okay. I think he... I honestly think the Attack Titan's better than all the other ones. I mean, bro, he's got the best... He's okay. endurance, can strike, and I don't like your opinion on it, and I think it's... A load of horse shit. <laughs> Listen, if I'm you want to have a basic bitch answer? That's fine. Yeah. Oh, the attack time. It's called. It's the name of the show. Duh. He tries really hard. Shangeki so, no uh, you guys, let us know what your list is. We're interested in seeing them. This one's a fun one because it's so many oper- so many different ways you could see it. So let us know. Let's get into some email slash Discord questions. Do you have something for me? Um, I mean, I was gonna do the the uh, the fast food chain thing, but uh, all right, yeah, we'll do that one real quick. We got another list. Uh, it was not an e girl. She asked for top three chain restaurants. Now, in this particular moment, I don't. I just kind of fell into this because someone else asked us about fast food restaurants, so we kept them to fast food only. So I want you to start us off on this one too. Number three, what you got? Number three, I got Bohangles. As some people would call it. All right, it. well, you know, it's a very so- southeastern chain, so maybe, first of all, say it right, so even the people well, that don't I know what you're talking about. I was going to say, some people call it Bojangles, but I, I think it's pronounced Bohangles. God, I hate you so much. But it's a great breakfast joint. Um, it's got great biscuits. The Cajun filet is phenomenal there. And the southern-style meals that they have, the mashed potatoes, the gravy, southern the chicken, style uh, it's just trim- it's awesome. All right, bad answer. Number three, Taco Bell, Del Taco, McDonald's, Burger King, White Castle, and Hardy. <laughs> okay. What? That's my so, answer. I'm, I'm confused. You said, you didn't just say one. I, I think you said a, a lot in one, one well, word. It, it's a tie. That's your, so you, do you have... A two and a one, or is that... Yeah, no, I've got two and a one. Okay. It's, a top, it's a top three list, idiot. Of course I've got three. Okay. All right. I can't wait to hear those. Number two, Wendy's. Oh, pretty, um, pretty good answer. Face, my favorite uh, fast food burgers. Pretty weak fries. I don't like Wendy's fries. Well, I mean, they're good. They're, they're better than you're saying. I, I don't average. like your opinion. But uh, the fast food burgers, some of the best in fast food that you can get, I believe. And the four for fours, $5 biggie bags, baller moves. Um, all right, so my number two, <clears throat> Panda Express, Wendy's, Zaxby's, Arby's, Bojangles, Popeye's, Dairy Queen, and Culver's. Culver's has great burgers, just like you were talking about with Wendy's. Well, so the, the thing with the, uh, the, is that one chain, or was that a bunch of chains that you said with one word? Huh? What? What you just said, was that like one thing, or was it all no, a tie? Did you hear, no, it was, it was, uh, I, it was just one number two. It was number two, it was Panda Express, Wendy's, Zaxby's, Arby's, Bojangles, Popeye's, Dairy Queen, and Culver's. Okay. Okay. Um, the Col. Uh, I guess I'll talk about Culver's. This last one you said. It's the only one I remember. Culver's bur- butter burgers. Is that what you call them? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a little greasy. Oh, what do you do? Oh, little greasy. Oh, oh my god. I prefer my when I uh, when I go through a fast food restaurant at eleven thirty p.m. I wish they would just hold back on the grease a little bit. Well, oh, okay. Let me. Uh, 
A butter burger? Sure. Let me pay fifteen dollars for this butter burger. Yeah. Oh, do I want a custard? That's another thirty bucks. Hey, that's why it's in level two because it's got quality food, but very expensive. They kind of dilly dally around the drive-through. What do you think I am, man? I've spent fucking thousands on this podcast, getting no return on my investment, and you think that I can I just get it. buy cold? I get it. You're broke. Okay. My God. Number one. Chick-fil-A. We got some haters in the Discord. I wanted to point this out. We are in the Chick-fil-A oh capital, yeah. the state of Georgia. Number one, Chick-fil-A. It's the same. Someone's, someone limped in with Raisin Cane's. <laughs> raisin Cane's? Get out of here. Yeah, that's the lousiest oh, answer I've ever raisin heard. Raisin Cane's. Hey, stop being lousy. Jeez. How about that? All right, yeah, I mean... By the way, just, I have had Raisin Cane's. It is dog shit compared to Chick-fil-A. It's just not... It's different, and then, I mean... And then we we're going to talk about Zaxby's. There's a bunch of haters on Zaxby's. I agree, especially some of the people that used to work at Zaxby's. It's a filthy fucking place, and anybody that had any association well, with it... but see, here's the thing. You're saying that, but I know that's not how you feel. Well, I mean, it's so, kind of how I feel. Well, but it's not, because I've seen you eat Zaxby's a shit ton of times. Well, so okay, can, I kind of like Zaxby's. So you can just not lie. Here's the thing, though. Zaxby's used to be better than what it is now, and I think we can both agree on that. Well, yeah, I mean, when I was back there cooking it up. No, not when you were well, cooking. Yeah, back there when I was no. cooking it up, it was pretty, wow. I knew what I was doing around that Yeah, kitchen. I remember get, I remember ordering a plate from you, and for some reason when I got the plate, half of it was gone. Well, we must move on. Asshole. Uh... You know, I'm actually pretty mad at you, so I'm actually going to pull up my friend Paul here in the email who basically puts you on blast for your shitty-ass groomsman advice. He says, and I just want to get your take here. All right. What was your advice again? Do you remember? Smile and wave, boys. That's and all you got to do. Something about getting... Liquor up. Yeah, liquor it up. That's how I always do it. I get liquored up, I smile and wave, and it's an enjoyable time. See, Paul here, he sounds like a very elegant lad. Okay. He, he seems to be someone who takes his groomsman duty seriously. So he said, if you are a groomsman, make yourself valuable, which you clearly did not. He says, be the guy who knows how to do a pocket square or pin the flower perfectly. But don't be looking at your phone, right, when Paul's uh, roasting you. Well, well, yeah, it just sounds like I'm I'm reading a novel. I'm reading uh, some bullshit. He says, next, be the guy who brings beer and sandwiches from Jimmy John's to the hotel room where everyone is getting ready. That is the most... What is this guy's name? Well, his name's Paul. Hey, Paul. Shut up. No, Paul, don't listen to him. If Paul, listen. If you brought me a Jimmy John sandwich when I was getting ready, stressful day, that would be incredible. Thank hey, you. Hey, you know how to make yourself valuable, Paul? If you shut up. He's got one last tip, and this is a great one for you because it's something that you cl- don't do a lot of times. Be on time. That's a good one. That's the only good one you said. Very I was there on time, Paul. Um, You're always like, oh, well, I had to stop and get a cold brew. Well, hey, Paul, message for you. Shut up. Keep going. All right, you got a question? Oh, I do. This one's from Bat Dan. My boy, Bat Dan. He says. That was so good. It sounded just like the thing. It's a two-part question. Oh, <laughs> Okay. It's more than you one. Ready? It's more than one part. What is your guy's go-to karaoke song? Wow. And if you guys had to do a karaoke duet together, what song would you guys choose? 
Well, that's a great question. That is there. a very good question. I've got a karaoke song for myself. I've got a karaoke song for you, and I've got a karaoke song that's our duet, which I think you probably know as well because we kill it. Uh, my karaoke song for myself is Good Girls, Bad Guys by Falling in Reverse. Uh, if you okay. have never heard it, go listen to it. It's kind of my motto. It's kind of my anthem. It's a question that I ask myself many times at 1.30 in the morning as I'm eating uh, a honey bun. Why do good girls like bad guys? Do you have one, Chad? Karaoke song. Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yes, if you guys did not hear uh, Chad's lackluster Hurt by Johnny Cash performance, it's in our season four preview. I'll save you the time of listening to a way too long podcast. It's all the way at the end. And uh, I, I wanted to say personally what I thought our duet should be is Start of Something New by High Ooh, School Musical. Well, I would love that. Yeah, it's not the answer I had, uh, but I would love that. This is the... Once again, I can't yep. sing it because I, I would do it too and well. It feels so right. Feel so right being here with you. With you, buddy. And now, after all this time, I feel in my heart... The start of something new. That's a little taste, all right? We don't want to give you guys too much. You know, we're not doing this for free, so... Well, uh, we are. And then my karaoke thing for you... It's 17 Forever by Metro Station. I believe it uh, tells a tale tells a tale of um, a man who's over age and he's trying to romance a 17-year-old girl. She just quite hasn't quite hit that 18 point yet. And they're saying, we can get away with this tonight. So, I mean, just be careful, but we all know that's the way you roll. I was more of a shake it guy, but if you want to go that way. Metro Station. Metro Station, great tunes. And then my duet, we actually have footage that's deep in the vaults of us singing Mayday Parade, Miserable at Best. Oh, man. Um, I'm on the piano, you're on vocals, I get in there Mm. with some of the vocals, it's a great performance. Um, Maybe one day that could be released in the public. but It could. You do wonders with your fingers on that thing. Uh, so this would be a quick question that we can just get out of, out of the way. R-B-K-U-T-I-E. It's R-B-K-U-T-I-E. Uh, I'd just like to ask, because I haven't listened from the beginning, is his mom a dog? I think she's talking about you, Chad. I can just uh, figure this out. I can answer this really quickly. No. No. She's not a dog, guys. She's not. It's not... Sometimes I get worried about how you guys treat my mom and talk about her. Listen, she runs the Discord. She sees all the hurtful stuff that you're doing. There's a person on the Discord named Chad's mom. Don't let him fool you. It's not actually Chad's mom. And oftentimes his status says he's taking a shit. Incredibly inappropriate. And vet vaccines are actually cheaper than if you go and get the normal ones. And that's just because I take her to the vet doesn't mean she's a dog. All right. So there's that. Um, you have anything? Uh, Mandy asked where we were from in Georgia. Wait, we already talked about this. Did we really? Well, kinda. Not really. I was just going to say, we're not going to go specific. We live at 153. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not specific, but here's our address. Please show up. No, we live in North Georgia. Um, we're above Atlanta, so I guess that's why our accents aren't that. Is it more South Georgia with the deep accents? Well, we should have accents. We've I mean, got we plenty do, of family but... that have accents, but we just uh, we've got a mix match. But mine and yours are definitely not as strong as some of our other families. No, though. they're not. Um, but yeah, we're just like a little less than an hour outside of Atlanta. 
And then we've got Mohammed who asked about shows that aren't anime. Now I've listed, I've watched a lot of TV, so you go ahead and say. I think you've got a couple shows that, you that like. aren't anime. Hmm. I want I want you to go first because this is a question I did not see, so I haven't really thought of it. I uh, I've watched a lot of stuff. I've watched a lot of the drama stuff, the Breaking Bads, the you know HBO shows, leftovers, stuff like that. Um, I like to watch the animated shows, the Bob's Burgers, the Family Guys, the Rick and Morty's, uh, the regular show. I just like watch way too much television, just like the rest of the world right now. Um, I recently have watched Ted Lasso. That's a funny show. I think you would actually like that one. Okay. And yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Family Guy, Breaking Bad, um, Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> right. Yeah. From back in the '90s, MTV. But no, I actually watch a lot of uh, game shows as well. If you, that's probably where my extensive knowledge comes into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, America says great show. Oh yeah, your family loves that shit. Yeah, we do. We eat it up. But yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Rick and Morty, you got me into that. Um, just a bunch of bullshit. And I think... Do you have any other ones? Cobra Kai. No, I meant like, do you have any other questions? Oh, no. Peaks Ass sent another question. She said, question for Ronnie and Chad. If suddenly, for whatever reason, you could bring your favorite AOT waifu into reality but you had to wear a hoodie around your waist for the rest of your life, would you do it? What do you think? Well, here's the thing. I wear a hoodie around my waist anywhere I go, so that's... Of course I would do it. I already do that. Um, not in a million years. You look like such a dork. I read between the lines of Peek's ass question. All they said was you could just bring the waifu to our world, not anything like, oh, they're all about you, you're dating this, you get to romance this one. So as soon as fucking Hanji gets here, she's going to see that stupid-ass hoodie around your waist and go, never mind, and she's going to fall into my arms. Here's the thing that you don't get about the hoodie around the waist. Let me tell you a little secret about it right now here on this podcast. I put that hoodie around my waist. It makes my waistline look a little bit smaller. It makes my chest look a little bit bigger. It makes my arms look a little bit bigger. People are and all it, about it. And it hides your twig calves. Well, here's the thing. Your little twig legs. I have to hope that I'm wearing sweatpants because I do have twig legs. They're very pasty and white, very ashy. Uh, some people call me the ashiest white person they've ever met because I just got a bunch of dead skin on my legs. And hey, well, I that's, think... That's gross. Don't say that when we're trying to get uh, very serious girlfriends to this podcasting game. And... Uh, there's any girls out there that's interested in a guy that ties a sweatshirt around his waist, please let me know. I'm We're just looking desperate. for love. One last story. So lonely. So fucking lonely. What? Huh? I didn't. I was You're, talking about the sweatshirt. Okay. Keep did going. You, did you have one last story? Are we done? I told all my stories. I think. All right. Well, I think uh, we're. we're oh, at one our more time. thing. Nope. I'm. I do have a story. So I watched a movie. So on Discord the other night, I saw you were typing to people. So I was like, oh, I'm pretty bored. I'll, I'll join in. Asked them if I could watch a sad <laughs> a sad show. And they wrecked me. My heart. Just getting another Snickers here. You need to eat it. You really need to eat a Snickers during the middle of this. It's just your stories bore me so fucking much. I don't know what to do. Do you not want to hear a genuine... I mean, I'm listening, but just... Have you ever felt emotion in your life? Yeah. Or do you just eat away your sadness? It's just a really good Snickers. I don't know what to tell you. Thank you for sharing. Anyways, my heart cried, and I was broken for a few hours afterwards, and don't ever suggest something like that to me again. Did you even say what it was called? 
Grave of Fireflies is what they suggested, and I told my mom about it, and she just kind of moaned and listened. She doesn't really understand language, but I had to tell her. I was so moved by it that I had to tell her about it, and that's all I wanted to say. Sounds awesome. Anything else? I gotta get. In, I gotta dig into these honey buns. I think that is it. All right. Thank you so much to everyone who's been rating us on Apple Podcasts. Very nice we, reviews. Hey, get there. us to 100. We're about 94 right now. Yep. Even if you hate us, review us. We want those reviews. The Discord got over 100. We're just blowing up everywhere. YouTube got over 100. You're all so very blowing kind. Blowing up like Ronnie in 2016. The, the, well, it was the blow up of 2014. Thank you. Uh, yes. And actually working at Saxby's really put put a handle into that or put a hand into that, I should say. Once again, thank you for everyone who's reached out. Put we love hearing from that? you. Put a Gmail. <laughs> I'm trying to close this out professionally. And I got a nut right in between my teeth here from that Snickers. It was very good, though. Uh, email us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Join the Discord. Follow us yes. on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. But enough of that bullshit. Let's get you on your merry way. Have a great week, everybody. We love you guys. I've been Ronnie. And subscribe to us on YouTubes. Peace. All right, peace. I didn't know if that was the last thing you wanted to say. <laughs>